Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Put Your Heels On. It's just going to be me today, Brie, because I'm back here in Philly and Carrie's back in California living the life, but I'm sadly here in the little old city of Philadelphia, but it's not as bad as it seems. I'm still living my life in my little apartment with my boyfriend And this week, we're going to talk about some different topics, and then we're going to be joined by a very special guest. If you guys can guess it, I'll let you know a little later on who it's going to be. But before we get into our guest, I want to talk about what happened to me last weekend. So each weekend, I like to at least go out two times, at least one, but mostly two times with my friends whether it's going out to dinner, going to the bar. I think once you're in a relationship, you need to still keep all your close friends. You don't want to be that girl who just cuts off all of her friends when she gets a boyfriend. I think that's one of the worst things to do because God forbid you and your boyfriend ever were to break up, then you're screwed. You don't have any more girlfriends left and you're literally stuck. And you always need your girlfriends there no matter what. And so I think it's really important to keep those relationships strong. Even if you end up with your boyfriend forever and you get married and have children, like you still need your girlfriends. Like who are the, who's going to be the bridesmaids in your wedding one day? So getting back to my point, I do like to go out on the weekends. So last weekend was a fun night. I'm with my little and my sorority we're getting ready it started pouring rain i went to go meet her and her friends at her apartment i brought my umbrella i'm walking in the pouring rain i wore my little white top i'm like god forbid this gets completely drenched it's going to be see-through and i'm going to have an awful night i put my hair up in a little claw clip i wasn't putting it down by the time i got to the bar it would have been all frizzy so i put it up with a pair of jeans, some sneakers. I'm holding my umbrella. I'm walking to her place. It's literally lightning everywhere. It was the scariest thing. I've never seen a storm this bad in Philly before. Like we do get rain a lot, but it's never like hurricane. Like it was windy. It was lightning. It was honestly so scary. And I'm just out here holding my umbrella, walking the streets of Philly. I finally get to my friend's apartment And she's coming down with her friends and they're screaming. They're like, we got to go to the subway now. We're going to miss it. And meanwhile, it's pouring. So we're all running. Everyone's trying to get under my umbrella. I'm the only one who brought one. Everyone's just trying to save their hair. So we run down to the subway and it's literally 80 degrees down there. And we're sweating to death and it's so humid. We're just waiting for the subway. I uh, try to dry off the umbrella to fit it in my purse because I'm not holding that the whole night. Like that will just suck. So we get on the subway and we're taking it. It takes about like 10 minutes. We finally get to the bar and everything's fine. I got a drink. We're all vibing and... I meet up with some of my other friends who I go to college with, and it was a fun night. I've never been on a Friday before to this bar, 
And on Fridays, more of like the locals go. So it's not as much college students. It's more of like a local Philly bar, like people in like 25, 30s kind of age group. And then there's people in college like my age. So it was a different mix of people, but it was still crowded, really fun. I was just drinking, dancing, and then something crazy happened. Not crazy, but I just wanted to touch on this topic because I do have a long-term boyfriend and going out without your boyfriend, like I don't know how all, all relationships are different and I just want to touch on how like I go out and handle certain situations while I do have a boyfriend. Um, I normally do go out with him, but we do have our own groups of friends and like to like hang out with them separately and together. So I think like a good healthy way to do this is to get ready with your friends, go out and then meet up with your boyfriend later. So I wasn't sure if my boyfriend was going to meet me or not because he does work as a server and they get out so late. And meanwhile, it was pouring rain. So I was like, oh, maybe he'll get out early and he can meet me. So I was just kind of like keeping tabs on him, seeing if he was going to come out and meet me. Um, But I ended up not working out, but I still had a good time with my friends. So I had people coming up to me. Oh, where's your boyfriend? And I'm like, oh, he's at work. But there was this one guy there that wouldn't leave me alone. Like, if there's any creepers out there, like, you gotta watch your back. Like, it's so weird. And, like, this person knew I had a boyfriend and, like, met my boyfriend before, so I don't know why he was trying to dance with me. But I'm just vibing with my friends. I'm standing in a circle with them. And then I feel, like, this person, like, put his hand on my head. I'm like, what the fuck? One, why are you even touching me? Two, like, why do you think you have the right to do that? So I turn around and his hand is still on my head. And it's the same guy that was trying to dance with me before. And he's like all in my face. And then my friend's boyfriend had to step in and was like, dude, like back off. And he asked me like if I was okay. I was like, yeah, I'm fine. But like, what the hell was that? Like, guys, that's not a way to treat a girl. Like, I'm down to dance with some of my guy friends. Like, yeah, having a good time, drinking, dancing the music. But you do not touch another girl, especially, like, grabbing their head. Like, that's just insane. Like, you don't do that. Like, especially to, like, to someone you barely even know. Like, maybe it was one of my, like, close friends from home and he was just joking. But, like, it was so creepy And I just felt so uncomfortable. And like after that happened, I was like, please get me away from this person because I just don't feel right. And then like you almost feel obligated to tell your boyfriend like what has gone on. Say a guy was flirting with you like all night or like whatever happened to me happened. Like I just feel like it's right to tell your boyfriend. But like obviously you don't have to. But I don't know. It's up to you if you think that's like a topic of conversation. But I did bring it up to my boyfriend. He was like, what the hell? Like if he was there, he obviously would have like probably like, I don't know, did something to the guy and said something. But I was grateful that like my friend, my friend had her boyfriend there to like say something. But like, guys, if you're trying to get a girl, especially if you know he has a she has a boyfriend, like, please stop. Like, even if I didn't have a boyfriend and I was single, I would still feel the same exact way. Like, literally, get the fuck off me. You can come up and talk to me, but you're not touching any part of my body, especially not grabbing me. 
like that is scary like I'm just like a girl and I barely know like I told you like there was a bunch of locals there like I barely know anyone here like I know a couple people in my friend group and that's it so if I already feel like not in my comfort zone and then I feel someone grabbing my head like that's just like crazy but other than that it was a great night and I think that it's again it's very healthy to go out with your friends if you're with your boyfriend or without I think it's good to keep those strong friendships and really build on them because you never know what could happen and you always need your girlfriends there for you for whatever you need and going off that I'm going to introduce our special guest for today. His name is Bodybuilder, aka BBB, aka my boyfriend. Hello, hello, everybody. How are we today? So, this is my boyfriend. I bet you all can guess who he is, and you have no idea. But last night, we went to a rehearsal dinner, and we're back home in my hometown, and tomorrow we have the actual wedding. Actually, it's today now, and it's currently like 8.15 a.m. We don't have to be ready till 12.30, but I'm so excited and nervous because I have to walk down the aisle with my dad, and then I have to say a reading, and yesterday at the rehearsal... I was going to say my reading and I go up there and it's completely different. Like, what the hell? I started reading and then I start when I like don't know what I'm reading. Like, I read a little fast, but I was fine. Like, I messed up like one word because it's all like old English. Like, what am I supposed to do? So I sit down, we continue with the rehearsal. And then at the very end, the priest was like, who's reading? And And like, we all like, there's three of us. So we all raised our hand and he like called me out. He was like, you need to practice. You need to like follow the words with your finger. You need to go so much lower. And I'm like, I'm not going to fight with him, but I just saw this for the first time. The one that I practiced wasn't even on there. Like, what was I supposed to do? So I'm a little nervous. I'll let you know how it goes a little later on, but I don't know what to expect. I have these really high heels that I'm going to wear and I hope I don't slip. I hope my feet don't break off. And I think it'll be fine, but we'll see. But anyway, we went to dinner after that. And what did you have at dinner? Last night, uh, we went to Porta and we had a ton of different pizza. Started out with a bunch of cheese. Cheese, pizza, pasta, Nutella pizza. Anything to drink? What's your go-to drink? Like a tequila and lime, something. Something? What's that little something? Anything with tequila and lime, honestly. Well, my go-to drink recently has been a Dirty Shirley. I don't know why. It's either that, a margarita, or like a white claw but for some reason the bar last night didn't have any white claws like i was so surprised like i thought that's just like a normal thing like every bar has but after that we then went to a little like lounge with everybody it was fun and then we met up with my friend and it was really fun we went to this like underground bar it was literally like in a basement but it was really cool and then we went to this other bar that if you buy a drink you can get like a free pizza like i've never seen that before like i saw it i heard about this place before but 
um, recently I saw Dave Portnoy went on like Barstool with the pizza reviews and he did a review like not that long ago. And I was like, oh my God, I need to try the pizza. But I was so stuffed we didn't try it. But maybe another night this weekend we can try. But the next thing on our agenda is to get something for breakfast. I think we might get a pork roll egg and cheese, which is like my favorite thing ever. And like the thing in New Jersey is like pork roll or Taylor ham, but I'm pretty sure it's pork roll, but my boyfriend isn't from here. Where are you from? Like, give me a little background about yourself. Uh, we are from right on the border of Pennsylvania, New Jersey. Um, I technically consider myself like middle ground. Um, I went to school, high school in New Jersey, um, but I'm right from good old Bucks County, Pennsylvania. All right, well, that's the basics of where he's from, and we're going to get right into it. So, we're going to tell you the story of how we met, and you're going to get my side of the story and his side of the story, because it's a little different. So, would you like to go first? No, I think you're going first. No, I think you should go first. I think you're going first. No, you're going first, because his side is a little more juicy than mine. You're going first. You're going first. You're going first. All right, well, I'll give my side first, I guess. Okay, so I just moved into college. It's literally my second day there. I meet up with a friend, and her roommate is this girl named, we're going to call her Becky. Me and Becky become really, really close, and on the first day that she was there, we knocked on all the doors in her dorm, and we're like, let's just make friends, and the first door I knocked on was on Connor's, and the first door I knocked on was on my boyfriend's door, and like, what are the odds of that? That's weird. So all of his roommates like open the door, we become friends, and long story short he starts hooking up with becky and so i never thought anything of him like look whoa like look at this player like when i met him he had his shirt off like he's like a gym bro all he wants to do is work out and go to the gym have his protein and just like get girls and that's the vibe i was getting so i was like you know what that's not my vibe like I'm just chilling I just got out of a three-year relationship like I'm not looking for anything so that was the last thing on my mind so and then I thought like he was so into Becky because all that was like going on was like them hanging out and like doing like not like going on dates but like you know hooking up every day and so it wasn't every day Okay, well, this is my side of the story. You wanted me to go first. So, I'm jealous. Jealous? I'm not jealous. No, you sounded like you were jealous. This is like, I wasn't jealous because I didn't think of you like that at the time. Like, we were just friends. So, uh, he's like giving me eye rolls, but like, it's fine. So, then, um, actually, to go a little more deeper in the story, I was like kind of talking to his roommate but like not really wasn't like his actual roommate but there was like four people in a room two 
but like split in half two people in one room and two in the other and I don't know why I did that but I was just like bored so (laughs) I kind of like kissed his roommate a couple times so like that was it there was nothing that nothing deeper than that so one night I went out with all of his roommates and Becky decided to stay back and she didn't want to come out with us so this night like me and and my boyfriend we were like drinking with everyone and he just like held my hand that's what I remember and then I remember like I slapped his butt as a joke and then he slapped mine and I was like oh I like him and this is like the first night that like I was like oh maybe I do like him but like I still didn't think anything of it because I did just get out of relationship and that was the last thing I was looking for and after that day he kept hooking up with Becky so I still didn't think that much of it and after that day I just like kept going along with the flow of things and one night he took me up to this like rooftop garden like viewing area and we literally just talked for an hour and after this I was like wow like I really do like him and like after that moment we just started talking and then like a couple weeks after then he asked me to be his girlfriend and the rest is history. I thought in the moment, like, I don't know if I should have a boyfriend right now. Like, I'm still trying to, like, be single for a little bit. But then I was like, you know what? Everything happens for a reason. And I'm glad that I took this chance because, look, we've been dating for so long. And everything worked out. But I want to hear Connor's side of the story now and his first impressions of me and how he developed feelings for me. All right. Um, it's similar, it's similar, but, um, I'm going to start out by saying the same thing. Hey, you came and knocked on the door and I was me like, and Be- me and Becky. yes, her and Becky. And I was like, whoa, whoa. Um, so then they started talking to us. We kind of just became friends and, uh kind of just got the vibe that she just wasn't into it at all um and i was somewhat talking to her to her friend a little bit but that only lasted for somewhat talking this was this is a little more than talking it lasted it was more no talking (laughs) so yes i was talking to her friend for like a week maybe two a week it was way longer than a week way longer she says it was no 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 she says it was way longer than a week but me and her started dating brianna and i started dating end of october yes we got into school so a month and a half uh, one month into school so i couldn't possibly couldn't couldn't have possibly been talking to this girl for that long okay but I was talking to this girl, and then, and then I ended up just kissing Brianna one day, <laughs> and um, it kind of just uh, kind of just took off from there. Honestly, um, how did you feel when you asked me out and like to be your girlfriend? We we're in the middle of an elevator, and uh, were you nervous? Oh. Uh, Definitely, no, sort of. 
probably a tiny bit, but not a lot. Why did you know I was going to say yes? No, but yeah. <laughs> Someone's cocky. No, that's not cocky. That's just understanding somebody. Hmm. Well, I kind of want to know a little bit about how before me or even with me, what are some tips on how you get girls? You just, just threw a curveball at me. I've been in a relationship for three years. I know, like, but, like, those same ways you got me, like, and any other girl before me, what are some tips that you can give on how to get a girl? How to get a girl. Okay. Let's dive right into it. I would say the one one thing that you probably hear the most is literally just be yourself. I don't care who you are. If you're not yourself, you're not going to truly be able to talk to somebody like who you are. Um, obviously, I was, before I knew Brianna, I wasn't going to the bars picking up chicks because I was 18 years old when we started dating. Um, but I guess that kind of changes things up and I'm not too experienced in that realm, but I would definitely just say, be yourself. Um, and, and just chill out a little bit. But even like kids in college, like what is some advice like at a party? Like if it's like at a frat party or just like a party in high school, like some tips, because that's when you were single. Um, like how do you get a girl's attention just stare at her stare at her okay if a guy was just staring at me i think i would be really weirded out just stare at her for so long stare at her the entire night long and honestly don't even take your eyes off her that will get her attention. Okay, if, yeah, it really would get her attention, but not in a good way. Like, if he did this don't, to me, I would run. Don't even take your eyes off No, her Connor, legit advice. Once. Legit advice, how to get a girl's attention. Like, how did you get my attention? Because I wasn't into you at first. You got my attention first. So, I think the way I got his attention, so I'll go first, and then he can go. I just like, I don't know if this is for everyone, but I think it's a good way for girls to be is to like not be easy because if you kind of just hold your ground and I think Becky was a little more easy than I was because I'm not just going to like hook up with anyone. Like I literally need to know you first. I think that guys get a better impression of you if you don't hook up with them right away and it kind of is like a part of the chase and guys like that am i right uh you're half right like you don't want to like date a girl that you think is just like hooking up with everyone well yeah if you're trying to date somebody then yeah Yeah, i'm going for like a good first impression if you want to date eventually yeah yeah you don't want to be 
you don't want to be like with the girl legs open everywhere yes all right now how did you get my attention how did i get your attention yeah what's some advice like to get we're going back to the first question just get to know the person so you're saying like just go up to the girl and get to know her yeah yeah like what would you say like because not all people are that confident i would not honestly not say i am the expertise here just because i'm haven't been single for three years um so i don't know what i would do all i know is that i would just go up to the girl if i wanted to talk to a girl i would go up to her i would just be me and go in thinking you're gonna get that girl and you'll get that girl so it all comes down to just being yourself and being confident like that goes for girls too just be confident and that's how you grab a guy's attention kind of like you don't want it to be a game but just go with the flow of things don't be too easy don't think about what you say too much just like leave a little bit of a mystery because a guy's gonna come back wanting more that's what i think no but you have to be careful because there's a point there's a fine line of making a guy want to come back for more and making the guy disappear from you. How would you make a guy disappear from you? By just... Th- there's a, The fine line is right in between, like, ghosting him or making him want to come back for more or not doing something. It all, it all just depends. And you kind of just need to read the situation because you can't just keep pushing him away with certain things because he will just leave if you do. I'm saying it in terms of, like, leaving him wanting more as in, like, not sleeping with him on the first date. Yes, if you're just... Not ghosting. Yeah, well, if you're just talking about that, then... Yeah. I personally think you should wait at least, like, a month. What are your thoughts? I mean, I can't tell somebody when they can... No, it's whatever you feel and whatever, like, timing feels right for you. But my personal experience and like how I feel about myself that's just what I do Connor I mean my boyfriend has a different view on this we didn't wait a month yeah we did since I met you since you met me yes since I met you since you met me not since we, I tried, started to talk to you. Well, like, I need to know, like, you're not a random person off the street. I need to know someone. You know what I mean? Yes. You're, I didn't meet you the first day and hook up with you. We knew each other for at least a month. Yeah. That's what I mean by that. Yeah. Like, we don't need to be talking for a month. But I need to, you need to be like, you were my friend first. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I get that. I also think some of the best relationships start out as friendships. Do you think that? Uh, I think they can. It just depends. Um, if you both really like each other, then go for it. But, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I just think that because you get to know the person, like, really well before and kind of know 
like a lot about them before you date. I don't know. I just think it's cool because me and Connor were friends before and it ended up working out. Okay. Now we're going to give some relationship advice and I'm going to ask Connor a couple. Now we're going to give some relationship advice and I'm going to ask you a couple more questions. So if we're ever like in a fight or have a disagreement about something, what is your advice on fixing the problem or like how to fix the problem? Just explain what's wrong. Can you elaborate on that? If there's an issue, you just need to talk about it. And you need to be open-minded for both sides to... to so if, they're, if you're overthinking it, you get the other side. But the other person also has to be willing to just sit there and listen for some time and actually hear you out. Because half the time there's an issue... One person just wants to hear out the other side. Okay, I also agree with that. I feel like you just need to think of the situation as a whole. Like, is it really that important? Is it worth fighting over? What, am I in the wrong? Like, if I do, just, like, own up to it, apologize. And if you feel like they're in the wrong, then you kind of just, like, explain how you feel and, like, just hear it out for both sides and then it'll eventually just work itself out. So everybody from the outside who I've talked to. From the outside? <laughs> yeah, like outside of our relationship. Not like physically outside. Um, they all say we have like a healthy relationship. Do you have any tips on how other people could try to have a healthy relationship or like how we tr- like do that on a day-to-day basis i think first we need to explain what a healthy relationship is and that is you it's not never getting in arguments it's being able to talk through them and getting over them obviously there's some things people can't get over but as long as you talk things out um and you could you can forgive or you can understand what the issue was and move past that I would say is a healthy relationship. Um, if there are any issues, but, um, what was the question? Tips for a healthy relationship. Just under be having an open mind for your, for your partner. You just need to be able to understand what they what they are trying to do or what they want to do um, or what the issue is if there is an issue and you just need to be open-minded to hear it um, but you need to be willing to talk too. It's also like a relationship is work. Like it's not always just going to be easy and you both have to be willing to work on it. It's not just going to be like fairy tale and butterflies all the time and you need to realize that and if you want it to work you have to work on it and if you do want it to work in the long run like if you want to be with this person you have to think about it like as a whole rather than just getting heated in the moment if there's something is wrong and it's just like moving past and then it will all work out
Hmm. Okay. Connor, would you... Um, okay. Would you like to tell us a story? I want to hear a funny story. Or something that I don't know from your past. All right. So the question was, tell us a story. Someone's sleepy. My story... I was on my way to my buddy's house, so I I drive a motorcycle. I have a Kawasaki, um, and um, some people like to put their license plates way up. Right up in their buttholes? All, all the way up past the tire. That way it makes the bike look cooler and uh, a little bit more, uh, get, get the aerodynamics. Um, but... I was on my way to my friend's house, who uh, who lives in um, best North Jersey, nor- Northern Jersey, and um, it's about a forty-five minute ride from my house back home. This was uh, this was about we're coming up on a year right now. I think we just passed a year. My yearly it was during COVID, so and like. We didn't really see each other a lot. So, like, this was this was probably, like... It was May or May. June. Yeah. Yeah, so we just May. passed it. Yeah. Um, I was on my way to his house, and uh, my license plate was kind of tucked up inside my bike. <laughs> Wasn't really uh, seen that easily. And I'm about... I'm about 12, 13 minutes away from my, uh, my friend's house, and I'm st- sitting at a stoplight... And there's a, it's a four-way intersection, and I'm waiting. I'm in the right side lane, and on the right. Can you cut that out? Yeah. And on the right side, um, looking to my right, there's a police officer parked right there. And I was just thinking in my head, I'm like, oh, this guy's not going to pull me over for my, uh, my license plate. Uh, like, I'm not speeding, I'm not doing anything wrong right now, this guy's not gonna pull me over. So I go, when the light turns green, I go past, and, uh, then he just turns out right after I pass, because he couldn't see my license plate, and he comes, and, um, that was the reason why he was coming to pull me. Also, as a girl, I get so nervous. This is, like, my perspective on this. I get so scared when he's riding his motorcycle. He could die at any second. And it's so scary. And when But the- then she says, oh, I want to ride your motorcycle with you again. I mean, I do. I've ridden it sometimes. But, like, if you're riding it a lot, there is a high chance that you could fall off and get hit by a car and die. There's not a high chance I would fall off. Well, you could get hit by a car. You could get hit by a car in any car. I know, but you'll get hurt more because, like, you're on the outside. There's nothing protecting you. You could get hit by a car in a car. You're just mad that a, I'm right. On a bicycle, on a motorcycle. I will continue. The cop was chasing and you. Good, good, good motorcycle rider. Cop, turn on his lights. Came down. And I pulled over. I didn't want to run. I'm tired. Go. You okay? No, I want to get this done. So do I. 
cop came and uh, asked me for my license and registration. And um, I was looking for my license. And I guess he must have saw that I had the uh, fake ID. And uh, I pulled out my license and I gave him my license. And he asked me what else was in my uh, wallet. He saw another ID in there. So I was just straight up with him. Um, I didn't think, I don't think, now that I know, I don't think I had to be. And I could have just said anything else. Because I don't think he's allowed to search you if, like, he doesn't have, like, a reason. But I don't know if that's considered a reason. That's or could have just been another ID. Like, I don't really know if you could have gotten out of this or, like, what, like, how to change the situation. But what you did, I guess, was right. Yeah. So I handed a... I handed him the fake, and this was a young cop. He was um, he was probably about twenty seven years old. He's probably about twenty seven years old, and um, I thought he was. I thought he was just gonna be like, dude, all right, just let it. Like, don't, don't be stupid. Just get rid of this. I thought he was gonna chuck it into the woods. And it wasn't even like he was using it to get in a bar or buy alcohol. Like, hey, hey, hey. What? Let me tell my story. So it's not okay. a... Bodybuilder. It's my story. Yeah, so I wasn't even using it to buy alcohol, do anything, go into a bar. I was simply just riding along down the road. And he came and he found that. And he still, uh, at this point, I didn't even know why he was pulling me over for my... But he never told me because he found my my ID real quick. And um, he goes back into his car. He slowly walks back. He says, just have a seat on the guardrail on the side of this highway. So I'm sitting there on the guardrail waiting for uh, him to come back as he went back to his car. And then a second cop pulls up, turns her lights on. She comes out. And if I remember right, a third cop pulled up. And... Um, then the uh, officer, Officer Caravella. I don't know if we should we expose him because he was mean. I think we should. There's a reason why. Off- I think that was his name, Officer Caravella, in uh, I forget the exact township, but comes back out of the car. He says, "Turn around and put your hands behind your back." Um, I don't know what else he said to me, but he put me in cuffs and he. Tossed me in the back of his car, and he took me on down to his station, left the bike right on the side of the road. Hold up. Let me say my perspective. So, I saw his location, that it was just stopped on the middle of the highway, in the middle, literally, of East Bumblefuck. And I literally thought he died. I was having an anxiety attack. I was texting him, like, are you okay? Are you okay? And, like, he obviously, he didn't have his phone. Like, he's in cuffs. And I had no idea. I literally thought he died. I'm calling all my friends, literally crying. Like, he died on the motorcycle. Like, I was freaking out. But keep going. And he just qu- <clears throat> he just questioned me. Um, I don't really know. They just had their process of getting somebody in. I got cuffed to some pole. I didn't actually go to jail. Um, but you were, like, cuffed to, like... I was sitting down Whatever that, like, and one of my arm, yeah, they were just, uh, like, checking me out, 
And uh, fast forward about an hour and a half and I finally got out and the officer drives me back to my bike and he ends up talking to me about working out and uh, he ended up being a uh, competitor for uh, men's physique, I believe. And uh, the guy who arrested me now follows me on Instagram. Voila. <laughs> well, anyway, this douchebag of a cop follows him on Instagram, but couldn't just let his ID go. He could have just taken it, thrown it away, whatever. It wasn't like he was doing something bad with it. It was literally just in his wallet. And to top it off, the day before this happened, I told Connor to take the ID out of his wallet. I just had a feeling like I was like, oh, maybe you shouldn't like carry that in your wallet. Like, God forbid, like anything were to happen. That literally was the day before. And, and the way that I found out that he was arrested, oh, I get a Snapchat. Okay, let me look at the Snapchat so he's not dead. I open it. It's him chained with handcuffs to the side of the bench. Like, wow, that's awesome. And then I had to wait, like, for however long for him to get back on his motorcycle and go to his friend's house. And then he called me and gave me the lay down. And it wasn't that bad, but, like, I was so scared. I literally was flipping out to all my friends that he died. Okay, well, some advice on that. Never keep your fake ID in your wallet unless you're going out. And if you're going out, either don't bring your real ID or hide it very hard in your purse. And the other way around. Keep the fake ID at home, in a drawer, out of sight because something like this like literally it was about his motorcycle could just fuck you in the ass but going off of this i'm gonna tell you a story about a time i was almost arrested i didn't know this episode would be going in this direction actually i need to say something else real quick ended up having a really good buddy um who knew a really good lawyer um in the area one of my best buddies um and we kind of got it down to just a hundred and fifty dollar traffic fine and i paid the 150 bucks and it's now off my record so it is completely gone there is no sign of an arrest well that's good well now going back to my story because that's the juicy part (laughs) it's not as juicy as connor but it's a little more fun so let's start from the very beginning So this is August 2018. I was in a bad spot. Me and my boyfriend of two and a half years just broke up. I'm sad. All my friends are at college because Drexel does this weird thing. I don't go to school until mid-September. Everyone leaves like the first week of August. I was just at home alone working double shifts every single day. I literally was miserable. Crying every day. Just miserable. So my friend from literally like fourth grade was like why don't you come visit me at penn state we'll go out have fun get your mind off things and i was like you know what i'm gonna go it's about a four hour drive from where i live and i brought it up to my family my family's like no you're not going like you can't drive that far and i was like you know what like i just need a weekend off like i just want to go see my friend and have a good time so uh, i make the drive And it's pretty, you're going through the mountains, you're going through farm country, you're literally in the middle of Pennsylvania. I'd never been over there in my whole entire life. It was so different to me, 
but I did it. I'm not the best driver, but I made it with no scratches on the car. So that was good. So I I make it there. I park in the parking lot. I go up to his dorm and I meet his roommate, all of his friends on the floor. And I was having the best time. I go out the first night. I wore this all white outfit. I thought it was so cool, styling. And the next day was a football game. And if you know Penn State football games, you know these people go hard. All you do at Penn State is go to parties, drink, and that's it. So I was not on this group's level. I literally was still at home, didn't go to college yet. And these people have almost been in college for a month now. So they know the deal. And I didn't know, like, so, like, I didn't know what to expect. And these things are called day long. So I guess that means, like, you start drinking all day long. So we literally started at 7 a.m. I woke up so early, put these cool French braids in my hair, like a half up, half down. One of his friends gave me a cool Penn State shirt. I have, like, one of, like, the tattoos on my face. I'm all ready to go. Sparkles on my eyes, my cold jeans. I was like so hyped because I haven't been to college yet and this is my first college experience. So we start drinking at literally like seven in the morning and we're in like one of his friend's rooms. We're drinking. It's um, it's all fun, but I've never experienced drinking this early in my whole entire life. Like I went out in high school, but not like this. If anything, it was like a concert and I went out or like a party, but nothing during the day. So this was completely foreign to me. And so I didn't know my limit. Like before you go to college, I think you guys should really like experiment and know your limit because I had no idea. And this literally bit me in the ass. So it's time to like go. I don't even remember where we were going, but all I remember is we ended up like this whole group, it was like 10 girls maybe. And then like four guys, we end up at this gas station and all the girls were like, we got to go to the bathroom. So the, we go to the bathroom and like, there's a sink on the wall and a toilet. And we're literally in like a Seven Eleven, So like, we're all going on the toilet. And like one girl was like, oh, I'm going to sit on the sink. Like, and just go pee because she has to go pee so bad. She literally gets on the sink the sink falls off the fucking wall. It falls off. All you hear this big smash on the ground and there's water going everywhere. When I tell you everywhere, it was literally monsooning in that bathroom and there's 10 girls in there. We're getting all wet. We run out of the bathroom and sprint out of the 7-Eleven. I'm not even kidding. The guy runs out and was like, if you guys don't come back, we're calling the cops. And this is just the beginning of the story. This isn't even what happened to me. So we come back and my good friend like gave us information was like, we'll pay for it. Like, don't call the cops. It's fine. Works that whole situation out. So then we get on one of the buses. So in Penn State, I've only been there. I've been there like once. You like take buses around campus because it's a huge campus. Like it's nothing like Drexel where you just walk everywhere. Like you need to take a bus. So we get on a bus and all I remember is... My friend left me, like, just to go with his friends, but I was still with, like, his one friend and, like, the girl he was talking to at the time. I remember we stopped at one stop. I got off, yacked in the trash can, and just walked back on. Like, didn't phase anyone. That's normal. But then I think it's, like, 3 o'clock now. Like, it literally wasn't even late at all, and I'm obliterated out of my mind, like, for the first time, like, ever to this extent. 
because I wasn't really a big drinker in high school. Like, I didn't like get crazy, but I literally get off the bus, go up to his room. I'm just chilling. Then they're all partying in one of the rooms. Everyone's like, where's Brie? Where's Brie? I literally was in the bathroom yakking my brains out. I literally thought I was going to die. I told my friend, literally, call like call the ambulance, call them. I'm literally dead, lying on the floor, dead. And he was like, are you sure? Like, you're fine. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, all right, I'm literally like calling for help. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. Like, it's that bad. Like, all I remember is just sitting on the bathroom ground, like, like just yakking my whole brains out. But I didn't know like, I never had this experience. Like, I've never thrown up from alcohol in my life. Like, I didn't really know, like, what I was doing. So, at this point, like, I've already been yakking for, like, an hour. So, all the alcohol was out of my system. So, we didn't need to call for help. But I didn't know. I didn't know I would feel better in 10 minutes. Like, like, I don't know. So, here comes the emts running up also i've never told my family this story so this is the real story so hopefully they aren't listening to this end half but i'm 20 they'll listen (laughs) well i'm 21 now so it's fine so i hear them like running up the stairs they come into the bathroom they i think the first thing they did was like one of the police officers came in the room but it wasn't a real police officer like it was like a penn state police and like there's a thing at penn state like if you call for like a drinking problem you won't get in trouble but since i wasn't a student i could like like that defeats the purpose if someone was actually dying like i want to know that i'm not gonna get in trouble but no they still make you get in trouble so the first thing he did was breathalyze me i was at like um a point zero one, I think a point zero eight is like the legal drinking for driving, right, Connor? I mean, right? Point oh uh, eight, probably. I think. Yeah. So like, I was fine by the time they came because it was so like, af- like it was so long after I started throwing up. So like, I was fine. But you know, everything happens for a reason. My friend took good measures. I'm so thankful for him because what if something was really wrong? Anyway, they had the ambulance, they had the stretcher, like literally a stretcher. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. I just met all of his friends. This is my first college experience. I'm literally fine, but I made a scene. So I'm so embarrassed. And then they were like, who has the alcohol? Like the RAs came out and they were like, who has the alcohol? And like, I kind of just took the fall for it because I was like, it's already like my fault. And I'm pretty sure like... My friend I was visiting was, like, close with his RA, and he just, like, took it, and it was fine. But after that, like, I got a citation. And at this point, I had no idea what that is. It's basically just, like, a ticket. Like, I didn't get arrested, but I had to, like, go back for court. And anyway, like, my friend ended up going out that night. I literally just slept in his bed and was literally, like so over it i was so embarrassed i never felt that embarrassed in my whole entire life anyways it's then time for me to go to drexel having the time of my life and i get my court date 
The court date is the same exact day as the first day of classes. Sorry, mom. Here it comes out. I've never told anyone in my family this story, but here we go. I missed my first day of college classes to go back to the Penn State. I had to book my own thing. I did this all on my own. Thank God for my friend's mom because she was helping me so much through this whole process because I had no idea what I was doing. So I went to Penn State on the first day of Drexel classes. I booked a bus ticket. I had to like transfer in this one town, like Harrisburg, PA. I had a transfer. So I did two hours to there from Philly, then two hours to State College. I Uber from the bus stop to my friend's dorm. And I had to bring my whole court outfit. I had no idea. I've never been to court before in my whole entire life. And I kind of was just thrown into it. But I go there. And everyone who... So it wasn't a typical court scene. Like when I thought of court, I thought there was like lawyers and like the judge and a cop. And it was just not that. Like here, it was like Penn State court. Like it wasn't like real. It was real, but like not. So... It was me and like literally 10 other students who got in the same like trouble that I did, but it was like through Penn State. So like they just had to like walk down the street and didn't have to come from Philadelphia, but whatever, it's fine. So I go sit down. You literally just sit on a bench and he went down one by one, like saying like what we did. And he was like, when he got to me, he was like, was that like presentable that like you had throw up on your shirt? Like, what? Like, I was drunk. Sorry. Like, I had a little throw up in my shirt, but I guess that's what the, whatever, the police, like, wrote down because I was literally fine. So, like, what else are you going to write? Like, you really couldn't just let me go? Like, I thought that was the thing. Like, if you call for help, you won't get in trouble. But, you know what? It's fine. So, all I had to do was some community service and, like, register to vote. And then it was off my record. So, like, I have nothing on my record. But... For the community service, my friend hooked me up because he has his own like organization and they were able to write a letter from me and said I did all this stuff. It was amazing. Shout out to them. They're literally the best. But anyway, I have like a good night. I have to see all of his friends again. I'm so embarrassed. Like I feel so bad that I did that to him. Like who wants, oh, that's your friend like in the bathroom throwing up, like the one with the ambulance. Yeah, that was me. But it was fine. I then took another bus back and actually I got stuck in Harrisburg, PA because the one bus ended up coming after like the actual bus station closed. So it's literally midnight and you think I'm standing outside in Harrisburg, PA in the dark? Like, no, I'm a little 18 year old girl. Like, what do you think I'm doing? So then I had to buy an $80 Amtrak ticket to go from Harrisburg all the way back to Philadelphia. It was honestly traumatizing and I couldn't even call my own mom about it because I knew I would be grounded to the ends of the earth. But Penn State did send a letter to my house, but it it said I got in trouble, but it didn't say to the extent. So I kind of just like made up a lie. And I remember right when I came home and I had this like none of my friends were home. I couldn't really talk about it with anyone. So I literally told my manager at work and I told her like the lay down. She was like, do this, do this, do this and it'll be fine. And it ended up working out. It's off my record. I'm good. We're Gucci. And that was me and BBB's stories of um, our little trouble with the police. But, you know, we're good kids. You know, we had some hiccups in the past, but after that, we're good. 
But I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of our crazy love story and some funny events that happened in our lives. Hopefully this wedding goes well tonight. I'm really nervous. I not I'm all right with public speaking. Like I get a little jittery, but after the police called me out, I mean the police. Oh, oh Jesus, no, not the police. After the priest called me out yesterday for messing up, you know. I'm a little nervous, but you know, it'll be fine. And hopefully I don't slip on my heels and we have an amazing night, but we'll talk about that the next time me and a bodybuilder are on the pod. But I hope you guys enjoyed. Please follow us on Spotify. We just uploaded our Las Vegas vlog. Please check that out. So many ups and downs and crazy twists and turns on that trip. And it was so fun to film and do that for you guys. So make sure to subscribe to us on there. Follow us on Spotify and follow on our Instagrams. And we love you guys. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.